people see the light in me, but somehow they cannot see the light in the classroom. Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm your host, Tammy Hooker. And I'm producer Mary Jacobs. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside of Plano and just outside of what you might expect. If you haven't met Dylan Rafferty yet, you may need to get out more in Plano. He's an advocate for people with disabilities and has a long and impressive list of projects. My name is Dylan Rafferty and I'm on the Texas Governor's Committee on People with Disabilities, the chairman for the International Association of Ice Cream Distributors and Vendors for the Social Responsibility Committee. I'm also on the Plano ISD Special Education Advisory Board uh, Committee, the only student uh, in special education to be on that committee. I'm also the founder and chief navigation officer at Dental Listed that focuses on employment and transition for people with disabilities. I also uh, am the manager of disability engagement for iCode franchises, so uh, starting the disability program initiatives for iCode schools. It's not official yet, but we're working in developments of adding an advisory committee on disabilities uh, for the city of Plano. Dylan struggled with a variety of medical issues in childhood that kept him in the hospital for the first two months of his life. He's partially deaf, had multiple spinal surgeries for scoliosis, and was at one time diagnosed incorrectly with autism. Through Plano ISD, I went through special education for most of my life and uh, was set back actually more specifically, I graduated in uh, 2009 with fifth, sixth grade level work and was not necessarily academically challenged. And because of that, uh, it set me back uh, through college life. Dylan believes that students with disabilities can succeed when teachers and administrators help them find their strengths and focus on them. I was involved in sports. I was involved in every organization. I was the popular kid in school because somehow, and I, and I would tell people, how come out in the outside of the classroom, I'm very engaging, very passionate, see all these, the people see the light in me, but somehow they cannot see the light in the classroom. There's some disconnect there, and we need to somehow improve that. I had to somehow find a way through the maze to get that. And it was not easy. I had my, and I know, I love my parents, but at the time, they were, they believed the teachers were doing the right thing. But it was not the case inside the classroom. We don't leave the classroom. You know, you're there nine to five. You're wanting to experience that. But I think today is it takes that one person in each school, whether it's elementary, middle school, high school, or senior high, or academy, wherever you may be, or at the adult transition center that they're developing, it takes one teacher, one administrator, or one coach to really be that advocate for you throughout the whole uh, time at that school. Because if I did not have that, I would have dropped out because it was it was very hard to keep going and keep moving forward when you're not having that support system. But Dylan did have a supportive family, confidence in his own abilities, and a deep love of people. He went on to graduate from college, authored a book, became a community mover and shaker, and we have to mention this, an honorary dancing Mavs maniac nicknamed Raft Daddy. 
Bailing on three. One, two, three. I always knew I was very smart. And I knew I was intelligent. I was well-mannered. And thanks to my family and my parents that really set that standard. Um, but one thing that got me through was, you know, I have all these challenges, but just be you, be positive, and just set forward and, and surround yourself by a supportive network that is going to encourage you, provide you constructive criticism, learning how to accept it, adapt it, and and, and make those changes that uh, people don't normally see. It just comes naturally, honestly. Uh, the support system, the relationships, and developing a plan. When I said earlier that almost everyone in Plano knows Dylan, I wasn't exaggerating because he's worked incredibly hard to meet everybody who's involved in the city and our community. Being on the governor's committee allowed me to say, you know, Dylan, we really want to empower the local governments. I said, okay, okay. I, I, mean, I live in Plano. I've been living in Plano for the last several years. Um, why? What am I doing locally? So I said, you know what? I'm going to meet every representative, every city official, city elected person, community leader, community member, and I'm going to learn about who they are, their styles, and how what do they do in part of the community. And that was a whole year. It's already been over a year. And I can tell you, I've made incredible progress. Dylan is working with the City of Plano to launch an advisory committee to help bring awareness around issues affecting people with disabilities, including transportation, employment, and accessibility. City of Plano has a lot of potential. And by 2030, maybe by 2040, we have the ability to lead the state in smart initiatives, smart designs, universal designs on how we could achieve uh, this 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 community, but more so with disabilities. When I say disabilities, guys, here's the thing. Not everything has to devote into disabilities, but if we get uh, uh, deep in ourselves with knowledge and understanding of what people with disabilities need, eventually what they need is going to have the same benefit for the rest of the population. And that is something that needs to be heard. A lot of people don't really understand that. What their needs are are very detailed and specific, but down the road is going to actually impact every part of the community and everybody's going to benefit from it. Dylan says he's concerned about the divisiveness he sees these days in Plano. He hopes his work for people with disabilities can bring a note of positivity and unity to the city. You know, as a young millennial, you want to be part of a great community. And if you see the divisiveness, uh, it hurts you. Somehow, we have to look away of our divide, uh, divided topics or divided concerns and somehow look at the good in people. And that is why a lot of people see me as someone who's the middle guy who um, is great friends with the Democrats and the Republicans or those that are independents. Um, he's always, he has great humility, great respect. Uh, always thinks the best of people you know that's what we need we need more of those middle people i cannot be the only one i know there are others like me that are are out there in the city but they need we need more of that 
And if we can create more of those people in our communities, we can progress and we can see the, the light of things. And so what I was saying earlier, you have to see the light. If we don't see the light, then it, you're, never, you're, you're not going to have a sense of direction. You can learn more about Dylan's work by visiting our episode resources page for this episode. Thank you, Dylan Rafferty, for your tireless efforts to make Plano an even better community. And thank you for listening to this Plano Podcast Extra. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast, Tales of Curiosity and Character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to support us on Patreon and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback, ideas, and comments our way. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.